For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Top of Thunder podcast. I am your host today, Dylan, and what you just listened to was an intro that was not put in post-production, and I am very happy about it. Uh, today, I'm joined by two lovely gentlemen from the state of Oklahoma. First, we got our very own, the one that shoots from the hip, flies by the seat of his pants, and is slightly intoxicated sometimes. We got Champagne Jerry. What up, Jerry? What up, man? How you doing? Yeah, I've, I've had better nights, but we won't get into it right now. <laughs> Yeah, great story. Um, Got to tell Twitter about it. Let me just tell you, everybody asked Dylan what he almost what almost happened to him on Monday, May fifth, twenty twenty one. No, man, I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Starting off the week. Um, let's get some serotonin running as I'm talking about the Thunder, and then I can sort of just die slowly the rest of the week until the next weekend. So uh, here I am. All right, that's not morbid at all, but hey, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll keep the good vibes going here. All right, so like I said, we are joined by somebody else today. So joining us today, hailing from the state of Oklahoma, this man is a co-host of the Bricktown, Bra- Bricktown Breakdown podcast. He has been a timeline OG for as far as I can remember and created the You Just Lost to Thunder Twitter meme. He is a Sooner Cardinal WWE and Marvel fan, but most importantly, he is a diehard Thunder fan. Ladies and gentlemen, the Thunder Twitter meme lord, Hunter Harjo! Hey, y'all, how you doing? Hunter, man, we, we are great. I, I hope you enjoyed the intro. I tried to I tried to bring some JR there uh, in the Harjo. Oh, you know. Hand, so... Absolutely beautiful is all I got to say. It was spot on. <laughs> Perfect. I just need a Jerry the King Lawler and it have been spot on. <laughs> there we go, man. Yeah, Jerry, we need to, need you to go get you a cowboy hat, man. I, I can make it work, man. I'm, I am in Oklahoma, so I can make it work. All right. Well, hey, uh, Hunter, I appreciate you coming on short notice. You know, we had a little bit of a delay, so I appreciate you working through us on that. And we're excited to have you on here, man. I'm excited to be on. Thank you for having me. All right, man. Well, let's get right to it. So anytime we have a guest, we like to ask them a few questions, just a little background, kind of get to know them a little bit better. Um, So first question, you know, I mentioned that you are an OG on Thunder Twitter. Like as far as, as long as I've had a Thunder Twitter account, I remember you being on Thunder Twitter. So how long have you been on Twitter and how long have you been on Thunder Twitter? Well, uh, originally I had a Thunder NBA IG account back in like 2012. Okay. And that was ma- mainly my source of like Thunder content and sending out like memes, you know, back when the pizza roll memes were like a big thing and all yes. that. That's where I did all my, all my posting. 
then I slowly started to transition away from that. And I kind of got off social media altogether until I, a friend of mine, uh, her name is Haley back in uh, my hometown of Coweta. So shout out to Coweta, Oklahoma out there. And uh, she told me to get on Twitter. And I finally got on Twitter back four years ago, 2017, I think, 2017, 2016. And uh, yeah, I, I didn't really use it for like a good amount of the first year until, uh, you know, it happens, I think, almost all of us. You could, you get Twitter, you're not really on it that much, and all of a sudden it's your entire life. I don't know how that happens, but it does sometimes. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, you know, as soon as I got on, I was like, hmm, you know, I love the Thunder. You know, I I live in Oklahoma, obviously, and there's people who follow the Thunder. Why don't I follow them? And then, you know, the rest is history after that. I mean, here we are. Yeah, for nice. sure, man. And like I said, man, you're you're staple on Thunder Twitter. Like you're you're one of the elites, one of the OGs. So, dude, most elite <laughs> is understated. Like, <laughs> bro, I've literally tossed meme ideas at you, and within minutes, not even like hours or anything, within minutes, you have something spit up for me. I think I wanted the cigarette and the glasses on me, you know, with my picture and <laughs> the. And I'm pretty sure that was you. I asked you for another one. The oh yeah, you just lost the champagne, Jerry. I think you did that one for me. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude, understated, understated. More than elite. <laughs> what's what's higher than elite? Yeah, uh, man, I don't know. Platinum elite. I'll leave it with that. There we go. We'll take <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, what was the one Dolan did? Uh, you just lost to Jerry's dangling manhood. <laughs> Yes, and there's lasers <laughs> shooting out of my nipples. No, is it out of my nipples or my eyes? It's out of either my nipples or my eyes. I don't remember. Uh, why not both? <laughs> yeah, why not? But hey, like, like Jerry mission, you know, you you make memes. Like I said, you're the meme lord, man. Uh, what do you remember as the first meme you made for Thunder purposes? Oh man, well that's a, that's a tough one because, like I said, I had I used to have like this uh, Thunder meme account. Mm-hmm. on instagram a long time ago but i can't get on that account anymore because i completely forgot the password and uh i i don't know if i really made them back then but i did like used to repost a bunch of those pizza roll memes but the very first you just lost to me i can think of i think was a mo cheeks one i'm pretty sure and uh i think that's one i had like sunglasses and like a uh oh man i'm trying to forget remember a deep fry background and then oh, after yeah. that i just like yeah yeah and then after that i mean it just kind of sort of progressed and then i started using content from like michael cage whenever he uttered something ridiculous i love michael cage though so and uh you know and then i just drew references from other stuff like uh whether it was from like movies or tv shows and after that and then that's just you know basically where i derive it all from partner you know what i'm gonna say that was nasty It's it's awesome content, man. It really is. Like, it's it's. Anytime I see it, I laugh at at least twice. It, it never fails. So I'm just like, <laughs> did he really just could make that? Like, as I'm scrolling down the timeline trying to find it again. Uh, so you're you're killing the game, bro. You're killing. You definitely a trendsetter there. No, this, thanks, man. I appreciate it. This is what I need you to say. I just need you to say clearly in the microphone. I invented the mom made pizza rolls meme, so we can clip it, you know, put it on Twitter, and be like, we, we had w- the originator. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. All right, all right. I like it. A little bit of mystery. A little bit of mystery. All right. Well, we, we've talked about some of the memes you made. You know, like you said, you you at least you reposted some on Instagram and you've made some on Twitter. So what would you say is your favorite? You just lost to meme that you've created because oh, this one's made easy. I think it, oh. 
Uh, there's one that stands out the most to me. Like you said uh, in the introduction, uh, I'm of course we're diehard Thunder fans. We're on the podcast, Tropic Thunder, one of my favorites, by the way. This is one of my favorite podcasts out there. Hey. And uh, I'm also a big WWE fan, big wrestling fan. So my favorite one is the hugest loss to the Undort Taker, and it took forever to uh, like configure Dort's face inside the Undertaker's face and deep fry it all. I mean, I literally have it as my phone background because I love it so much. <laughs> so I wear like a badge of honor. I like it, man. Yeah. That's sick. I love it. <laughs> now, do you use like do you use like a fancy Photoshop program? You just use like a meme app on your phone. Like, what what what's your base of operations here? Don't give you it know, up. I've actually been asked don't that. give it up, Hunter. Oh, yeah. Don't give it up. Don't right, give well, it to Dylan. Me, I can't say anything. <laughs> all right, all right. That's, that's fair. That's fair. No, I'm kidding. I, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people like they use a lot of the, the you know Adobe Photoshop, but I'll be real. I have no idea how to use that, and I think yeah. it costs money to use that. So I actually just used uh, Snapchat really to like uh, you know cut out most of the stuff, and I just zoom in on it and then outline what I need to outline, and I de make it smaller and then I fit it perfectly to where it used to be. So it looks like it's overlapping something or, you know, just to make the illusion, like it's actually holding something or the face is becoming another face. It's wow. just like, uh, it's, it doesn't cost much, you know, it's completely free to do. Yeah. I just, you know, overlap and like outline so that, you know, it can look as good as possibly it, as good as it possibly can look. That is, that is, that is quite the revelation because I, <laughs> I downloaded like a, uh, it's like a generic Photoshop and I, I don't make like memes. I just make like, I, I guess they're memes, but they're not like you just lost two memes. Like, you know, they're just like random stuff. Like I made that one about uh, um, uh, where, where like the dude standing alone in the party and he's like, they don't know we're going to run the league in five years because they're just <laughs> talking about like the Pacers uh, beat down and everything. So like I, I've made some on that little Photoshop app and some on Instagram, but I've, I've never messed with Snapchat. I might, I might have to step up my game a little bit here. Try to get on Hunter Harjo's level. Yeah, see, I told you, Hunter, you should not have told him because now he's going to go try to steal your swag. <laughs> it's like a magician revealing a secret. I should have not done it. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Absolutely. No, man, I mean, you see, like, on, uh, like, TikTok, they used to have, like, these, uh, like, they used to call themselves, like, I don't know, like, Snapchat King, Snapchat Gods or whatever. Like, they'd, like, send streaks to their uh, their people, but they would make, like, mario backgrounds out of like different stickers on snapchat that like you would never imagine like making mario like i don't know it's it's wild so yeah i mean there's a lot that could be doing on snapchat so all right hunter hmm. hard snapchat extraordinary all right well hey man we talked about in the intro uh you are a mcu diehard you know we we share that love we share that connection there we've uh, geeked out many a time on the timeline so of course if you were to give me one MCU Thunder player counterpart, what would it be? Mm. Man, that's a hard one. <laughs> I got to think about that. Nah, you're good. You know man. what? Uh, I'm not going to go. Uh, I'm going to. Can I go straight up Marvel comic book character in this? Yeah, one? that's fine. I'm going to go with Juggernaut Lou Dort. Okay. Okay. I like it. See, I. Uh, I, I I've toyed around with uh, doing another. I mean, we do this every now and then, but you know, we got a different team now. Doing like an MCU Thunder player, like who, which MCU character is this Thunder player? And I was thinking like, what's Dort? And I was thinking Captain America just because of the shield and stuff. I'm like, he's literally Canadian. He can't be can't be Captain America if he's Canadian. <laughs> so, 
but yeah, no, I like it, man. Yeah, Dort's Dort's a tank, so Juggernaut checks out. I like it. Jerry, do you have a Thunder player, um, MCU person for Lou Dort that you would like to throw out? I mean, mine's X Men. Is that in the same thing? You got to remember that's Juggernaut's an X Men, bro. Yeah. Okay. Hey. It's a little late. Had a long day. It's Monday. Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Beast. Okay, Lou Dort the Be- Lou the Beast. Hey, Lou likes it. Okay, he likes that name. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's a go. solid choice, Jerry. Well, but he reminds me of him. All right, reminds me of him. How can play defense? And a beast. Thank you. All right, last question here um, before we get into the games that happened this week, Hunter. What has been your favorite moment? Favorite. That's the word I was trying to say. Not fine, rave it, whatever. Favorite. Favorite. Yeah. favorite. <laughs> What's been your fragrant moment this year? No. What's been your favorite moment of the season so far this year? Hmm. That is a tough one. It Probably the Lou Dort buzzer beater. That has to be the one. The Dort pile. <laughs> You got a uh, you got Dort hitting the game winner after Shea puts up forty two. You got Baisley coming in there and elbowing the crap out of Lou Dort's ribs, and you got Mike Muscala just standing there on the side, just clapping like a proud dad. So, absolutely <laughs> a great moment. Belongs in the Louvre. Yes, absolutely. Put it in the Louvre. Yeah, yeah. You get it. You get it. All right, boys. Well, hey. Now that we've caught up on you a little bit, let's catch up with the Thunder with a segment we like to call Single Single Large Large Item. Item. (laughs) I love it. It's so fun. All right. So if you guys have listened, Single Large Item, it's it's kind of a spinoff of One Big Thing where we talk about the one big thing from each game. But we decided last week that when we're getting blown out by 56 points, when we're losing 14 games in a row, it's kind of hard and kind of boring to highlight one thing in those kinds of games. So... What we're going to do, guys, is we're going to highlight a single large item from the past four games in this past week since we have did our podcast. So, Hunter, since you're the guest, I'm going to let you go first. What's your single large item for this past week? Uh, Yeah, I was going to say that my single large item has to be just the play of Gabriel Deck altogether. Okay. He's definitely been one of my favorite things coming out. Uh, I mean, we've seen him, like, uh, he already looks prepped mostly. Like, most of his skill sets are already there, I feel like. Mm Just not his uh, outside shot, mostly. It still needs a little bit of work. He just does not bend his knees whatsoever. I mean, it kind of looks like uh, his jump shot looks like a hybrid of Anthony Marlow and Marcus Aldridge already for some reason. If he bends that leg, I mean, I think it'll finally go in because all the shots starting to look short. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he looks like he has a nice touch getting to the rim. It looks seamless. I mean, especially that Phoenix game, he scored like 11 points for, for six shooting. I love seeing that. It was nice. And uh, six boards to go along with that. And uh, I think... New Orleans, he had like 10 boards or 11 boards to go with that too. So, uh, I mean, he's definitely playing the role that he did back whenever he was playing with Real Madrid as that uh, power forward kind kind of guy, you know, just the real bruiser. I, I would say, you know, people that compared him to Draymond Green over in the Euros, I, I think it's a pretty good comparison because he has some stellar court vision, I feel like. I mean, when, since he's came here. I mean, especially in this Phoenix game, I think he had three assists. And his very first game, whenever he was playing with, uh, with us against New Orleans, uh, he had, like, two assists handing off to, like, Sfi, and I think the other one was Baisley. So, uh, yeah, he's got great court vision. He's great uh, touch at the rim. I just feel like if he uh, develops that jump shot, he'll be a, a killer out there. But he definitely needs to condition a little bit. He looks a little up there. Uh, other than that, 
I mean, it looks like everything else is solidified solid. So, uh, I mean, yeah, Gabriel Deck, definitely one of the big things that's been about the Thunder these past few games. El Tortuga. Lovely guy. Lovely no, guy. Man. I don't think we've ever had such a tatted dude on our team. Like, I'm thinking back, <laughs> and I don't think we've really had anyone more tatted than Gabriel Deck. It's probably true. Definitely don't got no – we definitely never had anybody with a gun tattooed on his hip. Like, that's – yeah. Well, and then like he has a whole <laughs> sleeve, and then I'm pretty sure he has a leg sleeve too. We're pretty dang close. Yeah, and he's got some of his other arm too. So yeah, he's uh, statted up, man. We're we're changing all he needs to do is just, <laughs> he just needs to tap a huge turtle shell in his back. That's all he's got to do next. Perfect sure. good to go. Oh hey, that uh, speaking of memes, man, that was a great meme that you made with him uh, s- squatting down there in front of the scores table with his turtle shell. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Took me forever to find that cartoon turtle show. I'd, I'd say so, especially in that angle and everything. So, yeah, I, I 100% understand that. No, man, I'm, I'm right there with you on deck. I think, uh, you know, right off the bat, that very first game, he, you know, kind of got the rebound off a of miss and he gave us that little slick behind the back pass to set up his teammate for the, for the deuce. I don't remember who it was, but I just remember the pass specifically. I mean, you know, that was that sauce, man. I like it. And the thing that really impressed me is I'm pretty sure his first game was against the Pelicans. And they was like, welcome to the Oklahoma City Thunder. You get a guard, Zion Williamson. And for his first <laughs> game in the NBA, he's checking this freight train, this unstoppable monster who's shooting like 60% from the field at, at this point is averaging, I think uh, they talked about it today on Bill Simmons, he's averaging like 27, 11, and 8 right now, which eh, that, that doesn't sound right. He's averaging 27, 11. I know that for sure. But like unstoppable getting to the rim. And he shot 50% against Gary Deck and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like I'm not taking anything away from him. But for him to come in in his first game after playing overseas and to be able to stay in front of Zion for, I would say, 80 to 90% of the game – Super impressive to me. And I'm not saying he's going to be Lou Dorr, Andre Robertson, or anybody like that, but it just shows the intelligence and the basketball IQ this guy has on both sides of the ball. So I'm excited for some more Tortuga action. Agreed. All right, Jerry, since you agree, what is your single large item for the week? Man, I think mine is like, The way that, or let me rephrase this, just how freaking impactful Lou Dort, the one player he is, makes on a game. It is absolutely ridiculous how much he can impact it. And I'm sorry, I'm loving this stretch where he's the main ball handler and he's the one running the offense, creating the offense. He's being a lot more assertive on his mid-range, you know, trying to get there, taking it if they're giving it to him. Um, his threes looked really nice. I mean, Lou – and that that's, like, not even the best part of his game, and that's the craziest part because Lou's the best defender, one-on-one defender in the league right now, not even close with anybody else. He can guard you one through five. No, I, I don't care. I don't care. I, I've, I've said this before, like – you, if you have a perimeter guard that can guard at the level that he does, 
And the only way that he really gets beat or it's someone scores is that if you can't get over a screen or something, it's about the only time that it really happens. And that's going to happen to everybody in the NBA. Like just, it was, it was like two completely different games with Lou in the game. And I just, I just think that's huge. And it gives me like even more excitement, you know, with the draft and everything coming up, knowing that like we, we literally hit, gold with a couple of these last draft picks after like missing for so long it felt like um so yeah Lou Dort you're the apple of my eye I love you and uh I hope you're doing well I hope you're doing well (laughs) (laughs) oh god all right well I'm, I'm not gonna sing a love song to Lou Dort or anything but uh, my single large item is uh, pretty similar to Jerry's, and it, it's about the impact of not just Lou Dort, but Ty Jerome on this team. Um, if you look at the Pacers game, obviously, absolute travesty of a basketball game, a masterful tank job, like losing by 56 points, like going, like going for the NBA record, like masterful tank job, but just not fun to watch. And you go to that next game, you play a higher quality opponent in the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul um, coming back to town. Lou Dort, Ty Jerome, and Poku all missed that game, and they're all back in this game, and it's a closer deficit. And I know, you know, things happened there in the fourth quarter that, um, you know, it shouldn't have been as close as it was. I understand all that. But it's not 56 points. Like, Lou Dort, Ty Jerome, I'm not going to say Poku because, you know, he didn't play a lot of the Suns game, but Lou Dort and Ty Jerome are both impacting the game in different ways. Jerry, like you said, Lou Dort's really impacting the game defensively. But it's not just defensively. The coaching staff talked about it, um, and his teammates have talked about it. When Lou Dort's out on the court, the team plays differently. The team plays with more energy, more fight, more hustle, all the above, whatever. And so he changes the game when he's out there. And Ty Jerome just opens up the court completely when he comes out there because – it's like that meme kind of tweeted out. You got three-point line, you got Curry range, then you got Ty Jerome range. <laughs> that, that guy's got the that guy's got the courage. So yeah, man, for for us to go from losing by fifty-six to the Pacers to go up against the Suns and Ty Jerome with Dort's back and uh, just lose by a couple points, and even though it was a larger deficit there in the beginning of the fourth, and it was you know a more, bigger deficit than what the final score was. I'm very impressed by the impact that both of those players seem to have on winning. So that's my single large item for the day. Anybody got any other thoughts before we move on to the next topic? Yeah, I don't think we we have to touch on Darius Baisley real quick and just how he looked and how efficient he was. Yes, I said touch on him, Dylan, you little immature. That's not what I was talking about. Yeah. I was just I was just waiting for you to be like I, – I was waiting for you to take a shot at Olivia. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I got you Pavlov's to believing that I'm going to do that every time now. Anytime we hear Darius Daisley. Huh. I like that. Um, yeah. You, you can keep talking. Okay. I just – all right. Sorry. No, but Darius played a hell of a week this week. He did very, very, very well. Um, caught a couple bodies over the week. I don't know how many he caught. He caught a few. That's for sure. Um, the three pointer looks a lot better. 
it looks a lot better than what it did in the prior weeks. Um, defensively, I feel like he regressed a little bit, and that's okay. Um, but I, I, I think that his offensive game has taken another step, especially being, quote-unquote, the man, you know, while he's out on the floor. Like, he's the one that everybody – looks up to and is the next man up there to, to sort of take on that scoring mentality and a um, good, good point in the season. I think the front office and coach did a good job with the way that they sat players and moved people around. So Baisley could have his moments to either prove it or lose it or something. I don't know, but he's going to prove it. I know he is. Uh, but yeah, Baisley over the week, solid week, man. All right. Well, we'll bonus love to Bays. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. That's fine. All right, guys, we're going to get into our next topic here. And it's a question I asked both of you. I've, I've got to find it to find the exact wording that I had. Okay, here it is. So this is just a little thought exercise that I thought we could do. So obviously we know Shay, 100%, he's a building block of the team. Dort, I think, is establishing himself as a building block of this team as well. I'm not saying if they're expendable or not. I'm saying I think they're – as the team is constructed and going into their future plans right now, I think they're both building blocks of this team. we have any any uh, thoughts against that from either of you? All right, cool. At all. No, yeah, no. Yeah, Jerry was giving me a lip, so I didn't know. Well, no, because it was like, what kind of dumb question <laughs> is this? Like – <laughs> of course we agree okay okay just make sure just make sure okay it's all good it's all good so we've got yeah i know all right so <laughs> we've got a whole roster of players other than lou dort and shake alexander so this is what i wanted to do i wanted to see what five players you guys i i, I said would want back and i think i had in mind for just next year but i'm gonna say what five players on this team, if you could pick five, do you think do you think you want to be here when this team is back to contending? Hmm. Let's, let's make it that. Okay. Makes it a little bit harder. And I, I see Jerry's thinking caps on, so I'm going I'm to let him go ahead and start first. Then am I just picking one? No, you're going – you're picking my all five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you know, just, just give some reasons why for each one. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with the dark horse that I I'm in love with. Uh, I think Isaiah Roby can be a guy on this team for the long term. Like he's just super versatile uh, he can do a lot of different things. He can put the ball on the floor. He can put up the three. He plays pretty solid defense. Like, love, 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 love Roby. Oh, man. I think the next one I'm going to end up having to choose is I think we need to keep Ty Jerome around. Um it was a couple weeks ago or last week. I My comp for J- Ty Jerome was J.J. Redick. Um, that's probably a little bit better on defense or can be better on defense. And I just I, – I think Ty can be a huge piece in this long term. Uh, so I got Roby, Ty, 
Yeah. Uh, I think Baisley still has it. So let me just get him out of the way real quick for the reasons that I just stated this week. Um, he's, he's going to get there. He's a project. Um, Poku for sure. Like, I think that you can be something pretty special. Um, there's not any really seven footers not named Kevin Durant that can literally do the same things and have the same footwork. Uh, just polish, polish him up a little bit more and he's going to be just fine because he has the balls, the size of Texas, the way that he plays. And, uh, you can't teach that. Um, can't teach big balls. You can't teach big, big balls. <laughs> And an absent mind because he forgets what he did on the very next play. Like, and that's something that's good about, especially young kids, you know, this young in the league, they don't overthink it. Um, golly. And I only get one more. Yep. Roby, Ty, Basley, Poku. And we have Shea and Dort as for sure. Oh, man. This is tough, man. <laughs> this one's tough. Who are you between? Man, it's really between Kenrich, between Kenny Hustle and Teo. Yeah. I think I think I'm gonna end up going with Teo to round it off. Uh the more I think about him actually coming off the bench, even though I think he could start anywhere uh, down the road, especially whenever we are contending. I think he could be a good change of pace guy coming off the bench versus what those first five would be able to do. Um, and dude's just stupid smart. You can play him in crunch minutes and he isn't going to do anything dumb. Uh, and that's always respectable. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna round it out with Teo. And I know I have a really weird five and I'm okay with that. <laughs> but I really I, I think Roby's that cerebral. I think that he's he's yeah, he makes mistakes, but he's also just now getting like consistent time in the league without an injury. So um yeah, I'm gonna stick with it. All right. I respect it. I respect it. We'll talk about it here in a second. Uh, Hunter, what about you, man? What's your five that you're taking into the promised land here? When we got Imani Bates and Kay Cunningham and Chet Holmgren on the team as well. <laughs> and Bronny Jr. eventually, hopefully. Oh, yeah. um, and Jerry's guy, Victor, what? What, Jerry? Wamba de Dia. All right, no, no. We'll try again later. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, my first guy I have is obviously going to be Teo Maladon. Uh, I don't know why I fanboy over this guy all the time. He's like a, a veteran and a 19 year old like guard. He's insane. I already love how like skilled he is already, just for how young he is. Better than Tony Parker. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, he's a great guy. I mean, he's already broken the uh, Thunder rookie record for most made threes in the season. Mm-hmm. So I, I love seeing that past Alex Sabrinas. He's definitely going to hit a, around 100 by the time the season's over, or at least you know, barring anything horrific, he is. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he's just a great player, great playmaker. I mean, I feel feel like he could eventually be like the uh, starting point guard of our team, but if not, you know, backup point guard's not too bad either. He's just a great, solid player, great, great playmaker, and already a great shooter. Uh, Poku, of course. I mean, it's insane how much he's transformed from his first half of the season, from like after the G League bubble to like now. I mean, dude's insane. He's seven foot tall and 
he's already knocking down threes. Cons- uh, well, you know, not too consistently, but he's starting to make them at least. I remember mm-hmm. it was like a once in a blue moon occurrence when he ever made a shot. And, you know, now he's just making them like there's no tomorrow. I mean, you know, for his standards. So I really like to build upon him and see what we can get from him because he's already, he's already impressive enough for me now, especially on the defensive side. I mean, he's really impressed me on that. I mean, when he came in, I thought that was going to be a weakness of his, but it was a, a plus from him day one. Uh, basically, it's nuts. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about like, because uh, I think everybody thought that about Poku. I think me, I mean, Dylan, if you didn't, that's okay. But like, this kid's about to get destroyed on defense. That's what I thought at the beginning of the season. And I was just like, uh, never mind. He plays with a lot of uh, tenacity. He's he's legit there. That's for sure. And it's insane. He really knows how to utilize his length. And yeah. I love I love that about him. He's a really smart player. Uh, yeah. yeah, another guy who I feel like is going to be like a project too is Baisley. I mean, obviously he's been in a sophomore slump kind of season. But since he returned from his shoulder injury, he's looked like a completely new person. He looks like uh, more comfortable and on the court. Uh, his shots looking better. He's getting to the rack better. Uh, he's usually utilizing that Euro step more too, and I like that. He's becoming smarter on the court. It looks like uh, another guy, Ty Jerome. Uh, I'm using a lot of uh, Spurs analogies here. Uh, Ty Jerome in the future, I feel like he could be like a Patty Mills for the Spurs kind of player. Uh, he's a you know he's deadly from any anywhere on the court. It feels like like that meme is correct. I feel like there's Steph range and there's Ty Jerome range, mm-hmm. like you guys are saying. I mean the guy is insane. He's also a great playmaker too. He's pretty underrated on that. Uh, the first year of Phoenix, but he's just blossomed this year uh, with the Thunder. I don't know what it is about the G League. It, it is 100. I mean you got Toronto, the Spurs, and you got the Thunder. They're just the utmost best in the league at developing players. 100. percent and, uh, you know, last one I was kind of torn on because uh, I do like Roby a lot because this is essentially like his rookie season in a way because he hasn't played as much as he has this season. And he looks like he's getting a whole lot more comfortable out in the court lately. He's just been showing out. And uh, he's looking a little bit more comfortable shooting it from the outside. But I feel like a guy that I'd really like on our team when we're competing is Speed Mihailuk because uh, I feel like he could be like a, a Marco Bellinelli kind of player. I mean, he's great shooting in motion. Uh, he just curls off the screens seamlessly, and he can just shoot from anywhere. Uh, he's up the stats up a whole lot this year. Uh, I feel like, well, he's been shooting a little low low side on three-point percentage, but he's just been shooting high volume uh, ever since we've started, like, full-blown tanking. I feel like he's been taking the reins from everybody. I mean, he just lets it go from anywhere at this point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if he, can sh- if he shoots consistently with, like, Shea on the court or, like, you know, when we're actually, like, trying to out there and compete, I feel like he could be a really integral piece. I mean – I didn't even know he had hops like that until he got to the Thunder. And then he just started dunking like it was no tomorrow. So, I mean, I, I love seeing him out in the court. I feel like he could be a special player, uh, especially when we start contending. So I'd really like to see Speed hanging around. Yeah, him and Hami traded skill sets when we did the trade. Hami became a knockdown shooter for Detroit, and Speed just dunking everything. So <laughs> love that for us. Love that for us. Um, all right, man. No, solid picks, man. I am a – so – there's a few players that we all have overlap on. Uh, first one being uh, Teo, you know, savvy point guard, already showing um, a lot of poise and the big moments um, at such a young age. Um, you know, we've talked about he's Tony Parker was his mentor, and you can really see that in his game. I, I don't remember what the account was. I retweeted it, but um, it was like a breakdown of how Teo really just sliced up the Celtics defense and just watching like how he thinks the game at such a young age is just insane. So 
I'm excited for Teo, and I think that, like I've been saying, I think he's going to be like our Dennis Schroeder role type guy. Yeah. Um, Baisley, another overlap guy. You know, I've I've been high on Baisley, even though I was, you know, concerned about his struggles. I would never gave up on him, Jerry, for the hundredth time. All right. You said it live on a podcast and I've never said you literally <laughs> went against the podcast bros for a guest, man. Uh never forgivable. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put I'm gonna have to roll the tape in our in our little drop box here um next time we pod just so i can clear my name but anyways um <laughs> no i never give up amazingly i think he's got a high basketball cue and a great feel for the game and a lot of people you know, and i've talked about this a couple times but like he didn't play his after he graduated high school he didn't play basketball he trained he was an intern for new balance he came to the thunder he played sparingly he comes back the next uh, you know this season He's playing sparingly because of injury. Darius basically does not have a lot of miles of competitive basketball over the past three years. So he still has a lot to work out. I've seen a much more aggressive and a much more confident basically in these past few games. And I think that bodes well for his future. Um, I like watching him attack the rack and just literally just trying to body anybody that's out there. So um, yeah, if basically can keep that up, you know, just keep catching bodies, then you know, we're going to have Baisley around for a long time. Uh, another guy we had overlap with is Pokeshevsky. Poku, as I admitted to call him, after that Memphis Grizzlies game in which he hit, like, what, six threes, I think. So yeah. uh, that was his kind of coming out party, and that's really when I started to, you know, kind of see his potential because, you know, his skill set's always been there, obviously, but for him to show up in those big moments in that Memphis Grizzlies game in a game that – um not that we needed to win, but I think the team wanted to win. That was like Shea's first game back after missing a few games. So, you know, they wanted to – I think they wanted to win that game. And to see Poku show up in those moments was really encouraging. And, you know, he – his shooting has kind of fell, fallen off a cliff the past, you know, few games, you know, this past month, you know, whatever you want to call it. But I, there's definitely something to build on. Even if a shot looks like a dolphin jumping out of the water sometimes – uh, I, I think there's something to build on. And I think he can be a great piece to a championship team. I, I don't think he's going to be like a top three option, but if he can be a complimentary player with that skill set and the ability and the willingness to shoot the ball and be a strong uh, help side defender and block shots and help protect the rim, then I think he'll be great to have on a contending team. Uh, somebody else we had overlap on was Ty Jerome. Uh, shout out Cone, the, he, the UVA legend, as he would call him. I um, mean, you know, we talked about his range and just his confidence, man. Like, Tyrone gets the ball. He don't think about it. He puts it up. And, uh, Hunter, it's funny. We was talking about Tyrone comparisons. And, you know, I said uh, – I think I said J.J. Berea. Jerry said J.J. Reddick. And Cone said somewhere in the middle. But I think Patty Mills hits the nail on the head 100%. Because Tyrone's not a great defender, but he's a guy that can go out there and get you buckets and put them in in a hurry off the bench from all over the court. So, I really like your Patty Mills comparison there. Shout out to you. Um, and this is the one where we got, you know, no overlap here. And I think you both talked about him and mentioned him as possibility, but I'm going with Kenny Hustle, man. Now, I, I said it around the trade deadline. I think Kenrich Williams is a guy that could really help and impact a team that's competing in the playoffs with his defense and his, wait for it, Hustle. Uh, his ability to make shots. Is Whoa. A, <laughs> His, Whoa, uh, dude. <laughs> he, he's got a high basketball IQ. He can make some pretty good passes. 
Um, I, I do. I think he could be a really good piece for a winning team. And I think that, you know, it, it kind of hurts to watch him go out there and dive on the floor when we're down 48 points in, against the Pacers. But Can't stop the hustle, bro. Can't that, stop the hustle. That That's how some people built, man. He's built He's built like that. He's built different. He's sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kenny Hustle, man. That's, uh, that's my other guy there. So, yeah, I mean, there you have it, guys. We got Poku, Ty Jerome, Baisley, and Teo. That's unanimous. One of us has Kenny Hustle. One of us has Isaiah Roby. And the other has Fee Mahaluk. Um, I could see Sfee. I, I, I like Sfee. I think I like his shot making. I'm not convinced on Roby, but, you know, like Hunter did say, this is basically his rookie season, and he is improving. So I will reserve my judgment there. He's not Moses Brown. We'll say that. Hmm. <laughs> say what you say, man. All right, guys. It is time to go into the game. What time is it? Game time. So, back at it so um we did have some difficulties uh publishing our last episode because we actually switched to a new podcast network which probably should have announced at the beginning but you know it's okay <laughs> i had a rough night so i'll blame it on that um but we did get the podcast out and in that podcast we played a game in which jerry and connor went back and forth trying to figure out how many players in the nba had a last name with one syllable so Way more than what you think. (laughs) Do you remember how many it is? I believe it was 96. 96 is correct. Yeah. yeah. You don't get any points against your fight against Cone, but, you know, I will will, uh, congratulate you there. Thank you. Yeah, there's there's 96 players with one syllable. So, from the suggestion of our own Stephen Dolan, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go back and forth between you guys. Hunter goes first, obviously, because he's the guest. And I want you guys to just name somebody who has a last name in the NBA uh, with one syllable until the other cannot do it. This is the rule, however. Um, If you say – there's a lot of Browns. There's Jalen Brown, there's Moses Brown. Um, Back in the day, there's Shannon Brown. Yeah, obviously that doesn't count. But if you name somebody who has the same last name as somebody else, that name is already out. So if you said Jalen Brown – he can't come back and say Moses Brown. Make sense? Okay. Gotcha. Hunter, are you good? So it's okay. I'm ready. Let's go. Every you know, time. I was like, you, yeah. You do that every time. Yeah. So it's okay. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Hunter, start us out, man. What you got? All right. Uh, Taco Fall. Oh, okay. I like it. The obscurity. Go ahead, Jay. Pass. Are you serious? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I'm sorry. My wife texted me and I was reading while you were explaining. What am I going after again? I thought I had it, but I don't, I guess. Uh, okay. Last names with one syllable. Oh, last names with one syllable. All right. In the NBA. Yeah. All right. Bull. Bull what? Bull. You got to say the whole name. That's, that's uh, what I'm saying. Okay. I, I figured that one was a given. Okay, <laughs> Jerry. Okay. Go ahead, Hunter. <laughs> Jaren Fox. Yep. What you got, Jerry? Lonzo Ball. There you go. That takes out Lamelo too. So, Hunter. Dang. All right. Um. Man, it's a tough one. Uh. Pokusevsky. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Hunter? I gotta rethink this. Ah, uh, man. I feel like I'm already in the impasse. 
my mind is going completely blank for a game. Hold up. Oh my god. Uh Patty Mills. I, I think I think that's on there. Yeah, we'll do Patty Mills. There you go. Jay. Wow. All right. Um God. Jay. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh Markel Fultz. Yep. That's one. Good hunter. Oh man. Uh Lou Dort. Yes. Yep. <laughs> the lob right there. Yeah, that was an easy one. <laughs> Damn it. Uh let's see. Oh my gosh. Why is this so hard? Like I'm legit going down the coastline thinking of all the players in California right now. Hey Jerry, do me a favor. What? Just look at your wall real quick. I know. I actually, you know what's funny is I literally <laughs> just thought of it. I literally just thought of it as you said that. Chris Paul. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Hunter, I gave him a hint, so I'll give you a hint. I, I mentioned him as an example of somebody that you can't repeat names. Uh, Jalen Brown. There you go. All right. Now, now you're even. No more hints, Jerry. Oh, God. All right. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns. Yes. Sorry. I'm always confused about where the hyphen is there. So, yeah. Towns is correct. Oh, man. Oh, Buddy Heald. Yes. Jerry. Stupid. George Hill. Yes. Hunter. Oh, man. Oh, man. I can't do Solomon Hill. Who do I do? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) He understands the game. Yeah, sorry about oh. that. No, I'm drawing a blank. Damn it. Dorian Finney-Smith. They're mini I think Finney-Smith is his... I think... Let me fact check it. I'm pretty sure it's Finney-Smith is his last name, though. Let me double check. Two yeah. Finney-Smith Finney is his last name, so... Ah. Unfortunately, by default, Jerry wins again. <laughs> <laughs> No, Jerry, before you win, you have to name one more. All right. Um, it's only fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, uh, <laughs> a master's thinking right now, okay? <laughs> a master's thinking. You don't interrupt. Um, I'm trying to think. All right. This this is what Tyranny Institute oh. timer family feud. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Trey Young. There you go. Look at you. Round round of applause. Jeez, man. Why was that game way harder than what it seemed like? I thought I was gonna be able to just spin them out. And then all of a sudden, you put me in the spotlight. And I'm just dirt. Uh, blur. Dylan uh, over here lost brain cells and stuff. I'm sorry, Dylan. I, I lost some attention. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna lie. Sorry. Hey, about man, that. you won. I don't. Ha- I don't have a round of applause, but I will give you this. So there you go. Leveled up, Jerry. You're two. You're you've won two in a row. After getting my ass handed to me for as long as I have, I like it. All right, boys. We're gonna. I just round. consider this loss tanking. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's just not checkers, man. All right, before we round off this podcast, we're going to get into our final segment, our Shay or Nay for the week. You gotta have a good day. Cause you had a bad day. You take it one down. You stay-
be a great day. There you go. Our share your name for the week. <laughs> <laughs> I lose it every time I hear the nickelback part. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, hey, it's too it's too bad. It's too bad, man. So I know. All right, so our show your name for the week. You guys know the segment. You love the segments when we talk about something good and something bad that's happened to us this week. Uh, I'll go ahead and lead off here. Um, so my bad for the week is I got pulled over for going 107 miles an hour with no license. I have my license number memorized, but I was going to help my buddy whose uh, battery went out, and I thought it'd be a quick fix, so I didn't grab my wallet. Turns out I had to end up taking them to work and I was trying to hurry up and get back because we had booked Hunter for the podcast and I didn't want to be late. And when I was trying to get around a truck, uh, there was a car coming behind me much faster than I was going and I did not want to get hit. So I sped up to his speed. So I avoided him. And then uh, sure enough, the, the lights came on. So no speeding guys. Don't, don't speed. Don't speed. Um, I could have ended up in jail. Um, but my net, my shave for the week is I did not end up in jail, and I uh, I only got off with having to have a ticket for my expired tags. And as long as I uh, present those to the courthouse, I will not have to even pay anything. So uh, no fine, no jail, and uh, yeah, uh, that that is that is that is a shay if I have ever heard one. So that's that's my shay for my, my shay and the nay for the week so uh let, let's go to hunter here what's what's your shay and nay for the week hunter oh man okay well i guess my shay for the week hasn't even happened yet because bad batch comes on tonight for the may the 4th so oh, i'm ecstatic for that i forgot about that okay. i don't know two i mean i don't know if i'm gonna step till 2 a.m to watch it but i'm definitely waiting till tomorrow uh man my nay oh man during the thunder game uh when they were playing phoenix got this killer headache and I just had to nap through like, like 75% of the game. So I was just completely out of it for like the entire night almost. So that was definitely an A if I've ever heard one. Yeah, man, we, we don't like headaches around here. Um, actually our last podcast, Connor was, uh, he was fighting a headache amongst some other stuff. We call it his flu pod. So, uh, maybe that was your flu game <laughs> for making memes, man. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, Jerry, what's your sharing day for the week, man? Oh man, my shade of the week is my pool's like there. Uh, everything's ready to go. Um, being a homeowner still sucks. Uh, you spend a lot more money than what you think, but it's okay. You make it work. Um, yeah, so that's my shade. It's gonna be an awesome summer. Like I'm so happy it's getting hot outside. Like I'm the type of weirdo that I like sweating. I don't like being cold. All right. Um, so I'd, yeah, I'd rather sweat my butt off than not. So, um, yeah, that's my shade. My nay of the week. Oh man. Or, you know, nay lately. Really nothing, man. Like life's been good to me actually lately. So, uh, yeah. I'm not going to – I don't really have an A. I'm getting blown out by 56 sucked. That's about it. Um, Depending how you look at it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was that one was unbearable. And, like, I don't get to tweet as much during the games because if I'm watching them, it's, like, on behind me because I work a late shift right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not the same thing as, like, being able to sit there and watch it. But, man, I was sitting there 
caught that last part of the second half because I was like, all right, let me just take this ass up in one good time real quick because I want to remember this game whenever in a couple years we're like going deep in the playoffs. I'd be like, all right, it was worth it. Um, so, yeah, that, that was my name of the week. There you go. Losing my 56. All right, there you go. Yeah, you you was tracking that hard for different reasons than other people. Everybody else was like, "Oh, we just need to break it." Like that'd be so funny. And you're like, "Please no." Yeah, please don't do it. Please don't do it. He was like, "56, not bad. We'll we'll, we'll work with that." So yeah, Hunter, man, I appreciate you taking the time out of your night to come on. Um, you know, amongst uh amongst many things, you know, short notice uh scheduling snafu because the police pulling me over and you know just uh just coming on man and uh talking some thunder basketball we definitely appreciate you coming on man hey i had a fun time guys i really appreciate you having me on thank you so much yeah for sure man you want to shout out your socials and stuff for people to follow you plug your stuff yeah uh you can follow me on twitter at hunter harjo seven and you can also follow our my podcast breakdown breakdown uh i do it with Clemente Almanza and Tony Bustos. It's uh, at B-Town, B-Down. And you can also also follow us on uh, Reddit as well. It's just Bricktown Breakdown. There you go, man. Definitely check these guys out to do some great work, talk about some Thunder basketball. We support all Thunder podcasts around here, um, except for ones where the guy wears a (laughs) sailor hat. So, (laughs) (laughs) What's that? I uh, hope you guys have a great night. God bless. Wear a mask, get vaccinated, uh, wash your hands as well. And as always, thunder up. thunder up. Thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.